Mulligans and Hackers Golf Podcast, Season 2, Episode 2. I'm Chris. And I'm Alvin. And it's been a while, guys, but we're back with Episode 2 of the new season. Fresh off, what, three events now? Or uh, three more events in the season? I think we're six deep. Six episodes deep now. Or six six uh, events deep now into the season. So that's exciting. So let's just do a recap of... Uh... Of the events since we left you guys uh, after you guys. episode or after uh, event number two. So event number three was Maple Creek. Yeah, how many guys went out there? Uh, we only had four go out there. Four out um, to Maple Creek. First four. time we first time we ever sent anyone out there. How was the course? I didn't get to play because of course I was on the shelf. I'm on the shelf with uh, with uh, an Achilles injury. Well, but... we'll talk about that because you're off the shelf now. But we'll get to that later. So yeah, four of us: uh, me, Clark. Chris and Dave went out to Rolling Hills. Beautiful little nine-hole course. Um, really enjoyable to play. Really liked it. Um, uh, Chris spends a lot of time out at Saskatchewan side Cypress. So it's the first time he played out there, and he really liked it. And so I think he said that if uh, he couldn't get a tee time out at Cypress, it's a really short drive to Maple Creek to play that one, and it's a really nice course. Yeah, I think it's only like a half hour from where he camps or where his cabin is. Yeah, so it's a beautiful little nine-hole course, you know, two par fives, two par threes. Lots of bailout areas. Lots of decently wide fairways, not a lot of hazards, some water hidden here and there, Um, very little sand, some elevation changes on a couple of holes. But, really, uh, in the, in Maple Creek? Yeah, it, that's a little surprising. There's a there's there was at least one hole there that had a hidden fairway, so you teed off and you couldn't see where your ball landed. Interesting. So you had to kind of trust it. So that was cool. You know, I, they, again, a different look and a new course that we played. So hundred percent. I'm kind of nice. sad I missed that one. We'll have to get back out there this summer. We will at some have point to get here. back out there sometime this summer. And uh, I won that one. Yep. Uh, shot a plus 17, which was really good for that course. Well, especially considering it was a par 72, right? Yep. yep. So, so uh, that put you at an 89 and give you the, or yeah, an 89 yeah, and give you the win. Uh, then Clark came in obviously second again. Yeah, his third he's, second of the year. He's uh, definitely been on a, you know, coming in bridesmaid, never the bride, but um, that'll help him out later on. Uh, Chris finished at plus 24. Dave finished at a plus 31. So, but again, we enjoyed the day out there. It was, a, again, Maple Creek's not that far away. And uh, we really enjoyed going out there. How was, uh, was the course super busy or was it just pretty? No, pretty, it was pretty laid back. Pretty laid back. Pretty nice. laid back. I mean, when we teed off, there was nobody teeing off behind us. Uh, on the first nine, anyways. On the second nine, I do believe somebody teed off behind us, but uh, we let them go through and we just really enjoyed ourselves out there. That's awesome. Probably definitely going to be returning there next season, I think. I would think so. I would think so. Nice. And then our, uh, so that uh, that wraps up event number three. So then we had event number four, which, which I do home. believe was back at our home course, Cottonwood. Back home, yes. And we had uh, five guys play that day. Uh, Darren got his second win of the year that day, that one. Yeah, he became the, the first uh, two-time winner. Two-time winner of this, this season. Of this season. He finished at plus 14, played really well. Uh, I finished second in that one. It was a plus 16. Nice. Uh, that was one of my better rounds of the year. Yep. Uh, then Chris played. He finished at a plus 26. Not the greatest day for him. Uh, Clark finished uh, tied for fourth with newcomer Ken. It was his first time on the tour. Right. And uh, and that's that's an odd one for uh, Clark. He struggled yeah, a done, little bit this year. He, well, at that one he struggled. But again, that's the first time he's finished out of the top, uh, top two. Top two. Yeah. Without winning. Right. Yeah. So, uh, still, it's, it's just a minor glitch for him. So, um, 
that actually put Clark into uh, first place in the season standings with that second place finish. Right. And uh, I still uh, firmly locked in second there. And you and you got a jump going back to Maple Creek. That was the first event in the uh, the race for the Purple Sombrero, which yes. yeah, which put you out out ahead of everybody with fifteen hundred points for winning that. Yes, because it's uh, one point five the points. Correct. And so, then then Clark finished second, right? Yes. So he he was one hundred fifty points behind you at that yeah. point. So, so then, uh, so that wraps up event number four, where we seen Darren become the uh, first repeat winner of the season. Then we had uh, event number five. Where and you make your season debut? Yeah, I uh, I came back uh, in time for event number five. I think that morning you went to the range to try it out. Uh, the day before, was it remember? Because we because we played around. Oh, okay, that's right. We played around the day before. We had so kind of a practice round. <laughs> yeah, right. We we played around the day before. I hit the range, try and hit a couple balls, see if I could do it. We played a practice round. Um, it was far from. Good. Any anything good but that I could play, get, but you did get around the course. Though. But I did get around the course. I mean, I I couldn't tell you the last time I shot in the nineties, and I shot like ninety three or ninety four, and I, 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 I did finish uh, I did finish fourth. But I mean, I picked up seven hundred points, which is all that I really cared about at that point. Just <laughs> yeah. getting back on the course and picking up some points. Get up into the yeah, it, into the and I mean to be honest, in the last couple of weeks, I've played fifteen rounds now. In, in two weeks since I've been back, and my game's getting just getting better. It's just, I, I just am behind a little bit, because again, I'm five weeks behind you guys, because right. I've been on the shelf, right? So my game's going to take a little bit, but I'll be primed and ready to go when it matters. <laughs> so I, I finished fourth in uh, tour event number five. Um, um, Clark got his first win. Yeah, Clark so finally, 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 break, uh, finally broke through. Yep. He shot a plus eight, a 75. That was quite ridiculous so that one played out uh we it was reverse t so we played Correct. the back nine so after the back nine um i was five strokes behind him that's right which is nothing which really on our crew is really nothing so as we were teeing off uh i looked at him and said uh, i'm catching you on on the front nine yep which was because you usually nine. play the front nine really Way well yeah so so i said i'm going to catch you on the front nine and uh he kind of said bring it so i pired number one I pired number two, I birdied number three, I pired number four, I bogeyed number five, and I pired number six to go even through six holes. Even through six holes. Yep. I gained one stroke on him. That's right. He played lights out. Yeah. Absolute lights out. He didn't feel the pressure at all. Like, any time you amped up, he just responded. The only stroke I gained on him was the birdie hole. Yeah, and he parred it. And he parred it. That's the only hole. I gained on, or the only stroke I gained on was that hole, and I couldn't. And we're we're just writing these scores down, and I knew he was playing well, but I knew I was playing really well as well. Like I was playing the the best golf that I've played on a nine holes this year. Well, what did like, he do on the front? He, wasn't he like one under through like the first four or something crazy? Yeah. Like he he birdied either ten or eleven, and then he par parred three of the other ones, yeah, and he was, was like one under through four. It was ridiculous. There was, there was no way he was. And, uh, and again, after six holes, and then I, I double bogeyed the par three after that, which kind of put me out of out of reach. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, you gave it a go. And... I gave it a go. I, I gave it the best go I could. Yeah. I mean, really, to play even through six holes, that's probably one of the best I've. That's the best I've played. I've played a couple times at like two under through four holes. Yeah. Right. But it always comes back to get me. I, mean, I always come back to reality. I... But I think that was the longest stretch that I was like even. 
<laughs> I, I think the best any of us have ever shot, whether inside of a, a tour date or even a practice round through a nine, is an even par. Yeah. Like, I even parred the, the front last year with a 33. And that, I think that's the best I've seen anybody shoot yeah. on, on on nine. Because it, it's difficult. It, it seems so easy because it's a shorter course, but it's it's really not. So, I mean, you know, we gave it the best go we could. Yeah, yeah. But he, that, that he was, got his first win in style. You bet. <laughs> he, he earned it. Yep. He earned it. Because, I mean, really, I was coming... And to go even through six, and then for him just to still be right there, um, it was it was a lot of fun to play. Actually, like we knew we were playing well. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. I just, it, it, I just it, didn't really know I wasn't gaining any strokes. Well, on I mean, Darren was lurking there too. He wasn't. He Darren finished at plus sixteen for third place. Yep. Yeah. Um, he was. He so, was right there. He just kind of he had a couple bad holes on the back, like the like the rest of us. Yeah. And he battled hard on the front, but just ran out of holes. I think. So that. That kept Clark in first place for our season standings, and I'm I was still in second place there, and Darren is in Darren's in third as of the fifth event. Correct, and then we uh, then we took a two week hiatus, a little bit of a break, um, to prepare for our next out of town event, which we just had uh, at Rolling Hills. At Rolling Hills this past Saturday, and uh, what six of us went out there? Six of us went out there. Yeah, Jacob came down from Calgary, and uh, five of us went out from the Hat. Yep, and. Uh, other than a little bit of a distraction at the front, and I don't want to really want to get in too much into that because we're working through that with them yep. now. And, yep. uh, I didn't play particularly well. Um, Honestly, I don't think many of us did. I, like I the did. front, the front was pretty close when yeah. everybody came around. Like yeah. we were all within a few strokes. Of but each then other. Darren and Darren and Clark through the distractions that we had. Yep. Uh, really, that second nine, they both really played, and they moved, they they totally moved away from both of us. And Clark got a second win. Yeah, two in a row. Two in a row. Um, and that's out of town points, so that's fifteen hundred for him for finishing first, which puts him ahead of you, ahead of me in the purple sombrero standings, yep. which I was not happy about. With only one event left, with only yeah, uh, Land of Lakes and Coldale coming up uh, next month. Yep. So you're gonna have to no, is Land of Lakes next month or the month? After? It's August, sorry. August, I, I, it's sorry, August, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because next month we have our major. That's right. Right. You're so. gonna have to. Uh, you're gonna have to finish there top, to have, and he's gonna have to finish somewhere in the. In we're the, gonna have to have uh, more than four people go out there and have him finish down in the standings yep. for me to, to to catch him there. Um, Anything can happen. You bet. So Clark finished at plus twelve at at Rolling Hills, which is a really good score that course. Same like, thing as as our home course here. It's a par sixty six. It's a nine hole. Yeah, thirty three. He went plus nine on the front and uh, plus three on the back. Yeah. So I mean that's. You're going to win. Yeah. When you put up scores like that on a nine, you're going to win. Yep. And Darren finished at plus 15. He shot and, and he was plus 13 through the front. He went plus two on the back. That is insane. And he played, like, he flipped a switch and played real well on the back. That was, that's... If he had, again, if he had a couple more holes, yep. he would have caught him. He would have caught him. And then you get your first top three. Yes. You tied Chris... I didn't. I didn't think I play. I didn't play particularly well. Uh, again, the I think the distraction got to us uh, all a little bit. Like uh, I felt like I rushed my day a little bit. Yeah. And to be fair, last year when I went out to Rolling Hills for our tour date, I struggled for whatever reason. It's a golf course that you. I felt like I had a good a good sense of a game plan going in, and then I get out there and I didn't stick to my game plan. No. And, and because there's a lot of holes that are so tempting to try and attack, <laughs> yet. I should know by now that if you attack them, they don't always work out. Yeah. And on the back, when I started reining it in and just playing smart and plugging out a six iron or whatever, just putting it into a play, uh, place to play the ball, I started playing much better. But by then it was too late. So 
It, uh, but you got your points. You got yep. 1,125 points for that tie with yep. Chris for third place. And then I came in fifth. I'll take it. I played a plus, I shot a plus 23. Didn't have a particularly good day at all, um, which sucks because I, I really enjoy I, I personally personally love that course. And, uh, well, it suited well to your game. Yeah. It, it really yeah, is. I, I went in with a game plan, and my game plan was working until the distractions. And, uh, again, I don't want to get into that too much because we're, we're working on that now. and. It'll, it'll work out. I'm just happy because... Uh, Other than the points are already lost. Yeah, that's okay. You can't you, get them back. You'll get them back somewhere. So, uh, again, if the purple sombrero is gone, so be it. But we have a lot of events left. In there's the a lot of trophies season, to win. In the season cup standings. Yep. Uh, there's there's still a lot of events to be had. Yeah, I mean, there there's trophies for... You know, there's there's a major trophy. Yeah, there's we have, a tour we have championship the, we have trophy. We have our jug. <laughs> there's the... Uh, the uh, Whoever wins the most events most trophy. Event win, yeah. There's the purple sombrero for out of town points trophy. Um, yeah. And then we have the season cup, right? Yeah. And whoever has the most points throughout most the, points season throughout the, the season, season wins the season cup. Wins the, and that's really what we play for. And then our our last major is the jacket. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, again, this year with me being on the shelf for the first four events, it's really opened the door for you everybody bet. to and have an opportunity. We, you know. Guys like Clark, who's fit, who's in first place now. By uh, well, let's let's talk about Clark for a minute. We were golfing this past or last weekend, and he sends you a text message. What happened? Well, you got a text message of a scorecard from. Him. Oh yeah, he sends me a scorecard. He's in Edmonton playing, and at Cattail Crossing. At Cattail Crossing, and on hole number four, I believe it was four. I, yeah, I think so. He gets a hole in one. His first hole in one, and, and the first hole in one really in our group. In our group. Yep. So he sends it back, and I'm looking at this card going, what's he sending me here? And I'm like, oh, that's a one. <laughs> and he got, and so then I sent it to you. Yeah, you sent it to me, and I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, he's playing well. Yeah. And then we get, I get down to the golf course, and you're like, did you see the Clark got a hole-in-one? I'm like, what? He got a hole-in-one? I didn't, oh, I didn't look at that very hard. That's why I sent you the card. <laughs> so then I looked again, and I'm like, holy smokes, that's amazing. So, yeah, that that's pretty wild. So, and, and that silly goose didn't even go tell him, did he? No, he didn't. Yeah, he's what a meathead. Um, so Clark is still leading with those those two wins after six events. Yep. He's got th- 6,300 points. You can see all this on our social media, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, at Mulligans and Hackers Golf on on uh, Instagram, at Mulligans and Hackers Golf on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube, Mulligans and, and Hackers Golf. We're on, on Twitter now. I don't even know what it in is. In the on. Twitter it's sphere. It's not Mulligans I, and Hackers. It's M and H something. I don't know. Something don't, crazy. Go find us on Instagram. Don't go to Twitter. Twitter <laughs> we, we're, we're way more likely to interact with you on Twitter. Or on, on Instagram, Instagram, sorry. Um, so he's got 6,300 points. I'm currently holding down second with 5,400. Right. So a uh, little I, bit of work to do there. To catch I do him. believe you are the only two that have played every event. Yes. Yes, we are the only two that have played every event. The Ironman streak is going strong. Yes, and I'm. I don't plan on missing one, unless something drastic happens or, or so, something else pops up. Right, <laughs> a better offer, maybe a live offer. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to talk about it. Sorry, I brought it up. That's shit. I don't want to talk about pro golf. It's shit right now. It sucks. I don't want to talk about it. LPGA is where it's at. Those ladies have it going. And done with that crap. Um, so Darren's in third with forty-eight fifty. Yeah, so he's got a little bit of work to catch Clark, but again, we have we're, we're six events in, right? We, yeah, we, and we have had 14, eight left, so yep. we have fourteen. So we have eight events left. I well, mean, we have eight. We're not left. even half. We're not even halfway through this, including season. both our our first major, which is worth double, uh, which points. is worth double points, and our tour championship this year, which is also worth double points because double points, so. it goes towards the chase for the cup, and uh, so that'll all add up. And you bet. I mean, we decided this year to make make the tour uh, the tour championship. 
not only is it where is it for the jacket but it also gives you points in the standings yes. because it makes everybody else that might not be playing for the jacket maybe you finish fourth or fifth but you just get enough points to to, yeah. to uh and, and, edge out the win and it it just adds that if guys don't get to play a lot yep um if you play in the major and it's worth double the points, that's right. Well, all you have to do is participate in that, finish well, play well, yep. and you're gaining points on everyone that's below you. That's right, right. So that's it, right. So, so that's like what, for that's, a guy like me, if I can manage exactly. to win both, I get four thousand points. Right, and I mean that moves you up the board, right? That's right, and that's kind of what we did that for too, because I knew we knew going into it that not everybody was going to be able to make every event. Hundred um, percent. We moved a bunch to more to Sundays, Sundays now so, to kind of make so we it could more get more guys in, right? Um, so that was cool and. You know, so we have two events that are going to be worth double the points left, and we have one event that's going to be worth 1.5. So, again, guys can gain points. It's as, there. As it's out there to do, you right? Bet. And, I mean, you know, my game is still up and down. Yeah, pretty, you've, been, you've been struggling lately a little bit. Pretty consistent in the mid-80s right now, and yep. I can't get away from it because I'll have good stretches, but then it's that string of double, double, triple that always seems to crop up at different parts of the course like well what did we do was it yesterday yeah yesterday morning with with chris we went out with chris and it was hilarious i looked at my scorecard i had seven pars a birdie and i finished at like plus 19 or or, or 20 or because something everything like that else was, everything else was a double or a, a triple. double or a triple and it, it's funny how we play the course we've played that course so much now um I'm literally closing in on 100 rounds at that course in the last two years. And how you know how you should play every hole and... and There's no excuse, really. No, there is no excuse. Like, when you, when, you make a, when you make a bad tee shot, at that course, you're not out of it. But you compound it by trying to make the next shot... Depends on where you hit it. <laughs> right? You, try, you compound it by trying to make that second shot. You're trying to make up for that bad shot. That's you're right. You're trying to be perfect. Trying to get it all back in one. Yeah, and you, you, you just can't. can't at that course because of the way it's laid out, um, you know, with the lack of bailout area and, and you know, you just, you lose holes. Yeah. They just get away from you. Yep. It's like. It's really easy to get a crooked number in a hurry. It, yeah. It's like, you, I teed off on reverse nines. So we played number 10 first. Yep. And I teed off and I'm in the fairway. Yep. Right. I'm 100 yards out. And it took me four shots to get on the green, right? So that's going to kill you, man. And it kills it kills our scores sometimes, especially. So on on the on the back nine at our course, we have what's called Elvin's Amen Corner, and uh, it's fucking become my Amen Corner lately. <laughs> but a lot, but a lot of us struggle through that. So we have back to back par threes. Yep. What the first par three has a huge elevated tee box, monstrous. And um, if it's windy, that's a tough. It tee is a shot. tough one. But again, there's no bailout left because it's all water. That's right. Right. The bailout right is there's the a other, tree there. There's a tree, and it's the other, the other fairway, fairway for number yeah. two. But between fairway number two and the green, there's a sandbox that you have to be wary of, and the hill slopes away from you if you're to over, the water. To the water if you're over on that side. That's right. So if you don't make a good shot off the tee, that's a double bogey or a triple bogey hole. Almost guaranteed. Almost guaranteed. Yep. Uh, then the next hole is another par three, but it's long. It's like 180 it's, yards. It's 180 yard par three. Um, again, no bailout to the left because it's all bush and trees. There's a couple of little areas where you can, if you're lucky, you can sneak away. If you're short, if you're if you're short, yeah. If you're out to the right, there's not a lot of bailout area. There's a couple of bunkers out there. So if, again, if you're not in that middle towards the green, it's a double or it's a triple. Yep. 
And then after that's the par five, and it's the only par five on the course. And that one has its own challenges. Well, it's got water down the left, right, right in that area where everybody's going to put their tee shot. No matter what, whether you play off the blues, no matter actually, no matter what tee box you play off of, it, it's, it all it's down the play. left, right. Yeah. And then down the right, they have our favorite little pond, yep. right in between the fourteen and the fifteen fairways, which is my and, rollout area, and, and it's, it's everybody's rollout area <laughs> so for their driver. Can, if you I slice hit, it, I can hit my driver. I can hit it pure. If I pure it. My carry distance is right in the middle of that pond. Yeah. If I hit a decent driver and it hits the ground, it rolls out into that pond. Yeah. That pond just comes in play. Well, and if I miss hit mine, it's going in the water because I don't get quite enough. If I if I hit it well, I can carry it even with my slice and not be in trouble and then just lay up for my third. But it it, it literally has a magnet in that pond yep. for your – especially for your golf balls because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, like the last – Dozen half a dozen rounds, you've been putting the ball in that water yeah, every time, and it doesn't matter how far I aim left. Um, what club I, you use? What club you use? Yeah, it's funny because I, I went down to three wood. Yep, and I'm still rolling it in there with the three wood. So it's like, do I just go higher? But I know because I've done it a couple times earlier in the year that if I hit my driver out to the 200 yard mark, yes, where that 200 yard pole is, my three wood can get me to the green from there. Yes, yeah. So I'm. If I don't hit driver and try to get there, I'm 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 hurting myself in being able to play the hole the way I want it. That's right. But too many drop balls, especially on like tour days. I think I, I don't think I play driver on tour days. Well, you got to be more. We're we're actually to be fair, we're all more strategic on yeah. on tour days, generally speaking. I don't know. Do we change our Do we change our strategy and change our mentality and and go aggressive? Because if we go aggressive down there. There's holes that will get away from you as well, right? Well, a hundred percent. Like the other yesterday morning, for example, uh, when we played the front, I was just like, I'm going for every green now because they're <laughs> they're all reachable. Yeah. So, but if I you mean, don't reach, I mean, you don't hit a decent shot while well, you're in double bogey territory. That's right. Because it's hard to recover for us, right? Well, and in our practice round, I was just kind of like, well, this round's gotten away anyways. I don't care because I'm just going to swing. And actually, I ended up with a birdie on five because of it, and then uh, struggled through six and seven. And then eight, I absolutely hammered a drive straight up the gut for a nice par. And then I finished it with a par on nine. So, um, actually, no, I parred six as well, even though I duffed a tee shot. But it was, you know, I'm at the point now where I've been back for two weeks. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know, I tore my Achilles seven, just over seven weeks ago. Uh, you can see, you can, uh, there's pictures on our Instagram, yeah, pictures on, on our Instagram, Facebook, there's pictures on my Instagram, uh, at evil gingivitis, um, showing what's going on with it. Um, so essentially I tore my left Achilles. I was in a cast for an entire month, basically thought my whole entire summer and my golf season was over. I was, I was pretty down. You literally literally missed four events. Yeah. (laughs) I I missed four events. I, I missed just under five weeks. Because I came back on the Friday before my fifth week of it being done. And, uh, you know, everybody's kind of, you you jokingly sent me a text message because I asked you how many guys you had for the event that Sunday. And you're just like, three, why are you playing? Quite, with a, with a, like, a little scrubby face. And I was like, maybe? And you were like, what? So um, anybody that knows me knows that I'm highly competitive and I, and I want to get back out there. So when I went to the driving range and things felt good in the air boot, um, and it's, you know, it's supported and it, it's not moving and I was able to swing the ball. Um, I was pretty excited to be able to play. I, I, I knew going into event number five that there was no chance I was winning because I, my swing was all messed up. I, I've developed a bit of a draw now 
the, but the fact that you actually got out and played, yeah. Was, again, and again for me because you're my, you know, my main golf partner. Yeah, my main, and now we've started playing on the weekends twice a day. Yeah, well, I've gotten 15 rounds in in the in the two weeks I've been back, um, and, think, and that's basically just playing on the weekends for the most part. Yeah, and I think like last year, I think I played. I played two rounds once last year in, in the same day. Yeah, and, and Josh and I did it all the time just because yeah. he was down here living with me, and we would basically go golf in the morning with you, and then later in the day we'd find a spot to go golf as well. And now, now you're doing that. Now I'm doing it because I want to get – I do have a goal of getting 100 rounds in this year. Yep. Um, I'm going to still try and get there, but I don't know if I'll – if I lost five weeks, so it's going to be tough. Know, if we can get two or three rounds in during the week, two mostly Wednesdays – Thursdays, maybe a maybe a Tuesday or a Monday yep, in there somewhere, yep. but and, and then play four rounds on the weekend. Well, you're getting five rounds in a week, anyways. That's right. And that's that's, that's a, twenty rounds a month. That's twenty rounds a month. Yep, right? Easy, so, with nothing else added in there, right? Yeah. And it was kind of funny because we played Rolling Hills on Saturday. Yep. Came back to town, went down and did nine on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday got, afternoon. We, we yep. got on late and we could only get nine, and so we played nine. Yep. So then we got up Sunday morning, played played eighteen. Yep. Chris joined us Sunday. Chris joined us Sunday, and then Sunday evening we went out for another eighteen. Yep. Even even though like even though Rolling Hills was kind of a frustrating round, um, Saturday more or Sunday morning was a frustrating round. But now, like in last year, if you had been playing like that, you would have just been like, I ain't going to the golf course the rest of the day. Yeah. It, but now now you're working through it, and for me, it's a matter of. I know there's going to be some rough stretches just because I haven't pl- I, like I'm I'm in early season form. I'm not even in close. Says, the more golf you play, the better you get is full of shit. Because I'm still not seeing it. I've played a shit ton of golf already this year, and, and you've been putting in the work on the driving range yeah, too for quite some bet. time. Um, the ability to transfer it from the driving range to the course, especially with my short game, right, is something that. I can't translate. I can't transfer it from the range to the golf course. My biggest issue so far this year is right around that 100-yard mark. I am shooting, uh, let's see here, in my Canada app. I'm doing this uh, very very similar things since I came back. I noticed that I got a bit of a draw instead of a fade, which I, I'm learning how to handle now. And my 100-yard shots, which last year were deadly, like that, that put me in spot. That, that's why I won a lot of events. Yep. Was because game. my short game is always really good. Well, I've been struggling with that because I've been trying to hit the ball too hard. So for, the last couple of days, I've slowed down my pace with those. It's been looking better, but it's still going to take some time. I'm, I'm hitting uh, 26.3 greens in regulation per round. 26%. Yeah. And I'm and, hitting, that, and that's like, and again, the par threes are one thing and not hitting greens. Yeah. But. I'm in position because my I hit my three woods so well. Wait, and you hit the driver I, pretty good too, usually. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but if I want to try and put up a good score, I usually pull out the three woods. That's right. You're more reliable for what because you want to do. It, it's called my fairway finder. Um, but 26% of greens and regulation from around that 100-yard mark. Yep. On the par fours. And that's just not a good number. Because um, if I don't hit the green... I'm almost right in bogey territory. Sometimes I'll get lucky and get my minimum bogey. Get my chip shot close to tap in for par or whatever, or make a good putt for par. Um, what did you say you're hitting? How many? What percentage? I'm hitting twenty six point three. Oh, so we're we're dead even now because because of, and regulation. Yeah, because of my crappy rounds the last nice. few times through. 
I'm at 26.3% of greens in regulation. I'm averaging 1.9 putts per hole. Even though lately... That's what I'm averaging, exactly. Like, like I feel like right. I've been putting like, terribly. To be honest, for right. me, I feel like when I get out there and if I'm, at, if I'm over a two putt, a lot of times if I'm even over a one putt, if I know that it's a makeable putt, I get, I get frustrated. But I'm also still trying to break in my new putter. I still haven't hit enough balls yet. That's right, because you got the tailor-made spider, right? That's right, uh, the ECG. ECG. But I do have my ball beat. It's been sitting in my car. <laughs> it's sitting there just begging to be used. And every time I threaten my new putter, it's just like, oh, I'm going to drain one from out here to just make you continue <laughs> playing me. And then, I mean, I'm only I'm only at 34.7% of fairways, which is pretty normal for me. And I'm at 55.1, which, again, yeah, is, is that's, good. That's normal for you. I, I'm trying to get to 60%. That yeah. would be, I think that would be really cool. And I think I can get there with the way I'm playing right now. But, again, it's that, it's that approach shot from the 100, 120 yard. I, I mean, the greens aren't small. No, and it's and it's and it's usually I come up short, and I don't know. You got to take another club, maybe. Maybe, I don't. I don't know. I, again, it's something I'm working on, but uh, well, and that's a a, that's a, that's the most important shot in yeah. golf. We found out is the second shot, right? Yep. Your second shot, even even if you're out 120, 140, 150, it doesn't matter. The second shot in golf usually makes or breaks your hole. It'll set you up for a chance at par, yeah, or, or a chance at double bogey. It puts you. It puts you. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Then you, then you really got to rely on that chipping, bump and running type of game yeah. to, to get you in shape. And that's for us, without being too critical, that we don't have to feel for that game even at what we're playing now because we just don't do it enough, right? Yeah. And I mean, it's, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy. I'm going to be in the boot for what sounds like the doctor wants me to keep it on for another six weeks. We'll see if that happens or not. But I'm definitely going to... Um, Take my time with it, keep it immobilized in in the boot for my Achilles. Uh, I'm not going to rush it because now essentially I'm able to do everything I want to do this summer. I can golf, I can work, I can walk. So really, yeah, I there's no rush for anything else. No, I, it, it, it's just take the time, let it build its strength back up. I'm already well ahead of schedule. I'm past 90 degrees mobility. Um, he was quite shocked that I had so much mobility already, uh, especially at the at seven weeks now. Um, he basically said that, you know, I'm at probably 12 or 13 weeks for, for the way my mobility is, but he still wants to take it easy. So I, mean, I think you should, I mean, hundred percent, as long as be, I can do my thing. It would be sad if we got another month in and something happened and you re-aggravated it oh. and was out for the remainder of the season. We don't need that. No, no, no. And I mean, the nice thing about the air cast is it does immobilize it. And like I said, I can still golf. And the first couple of rounds, it was a little clunky and, and hard to get used to. Yeah. <laughs> But well, we've seen that. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, but I mean, one thing it has done is it's it has forced me to slow my pace. It has forced me to pay attention to what I'm doing in my like. I don't. I don't because I used to sometimes get a swaying action yeah. where where it wasn't good, and that would throw my swing off. Well, I can't really do that now with the boot on. So that's kind of helped me stay planted. We've got some video of them on on our Instagram. Uh, yeah, on so our Instagram. Yeah. Look at them swinging in the boot with. Uh, with the cross handed grip, grip, it's, it's grip amazing. And a boot on, it is unreal that you can actually play the fucking game as it is. I, it just blows my mind. Well, I mean, there's that Canadian who's that Callum Davis. Callum Davis, yeah. Yeah, he, yep. he played he in the RBC the, Canadian Open, cross handed yep. golfer. Yeah, we actually um, had a little uh, chat with him uh, through Instagram. Yeah, that, so that's, that's, pretty it's, cool. that's pretty awesome for yeah. to see that. Um, I always joke about, you know, potentially getting golf lessons or whatnot, but then I think. Well, how can somebody who's swinging normally teach me <laughs> what I'm supposed to do with cross-handed? Because it, it, 
the the idea is going to be the same, but it's going to be different. I think you if you it, once you get out of the boot and you get back to working on your swing and you want to keep your pace, I think that Caleb's swing would be one that you just watch over and over and and get. Well, a, his pace is really nice. Yes, really nice. Right. And uh, his takeaway from the golf ball and uh, bringing the club back is yeah with a cross grip. It's well, I mean, you don't get to nice. play, you don't get to play at that level without putting right. in the work, right? So, um, yeah, maybe that's a you know a golfer you got to emulate yourself after. Well, I mean, there's that's somebody that I can actually look at and, and watch their swing because there's a lot of people that over the years, you know, they've picked up golf. They're like, I want to learn to swing like Tiger or Phil yeah. or you know Jack Nicklaus or whoever they want to swing like. For me, it's kind of like, yeah, sweet, that's a great swing. I don't know how I'm going to manage that <laughs> with my grip, but now you know. It, it, There's a couple there, other ones as well that are out there, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's just nice to see a, a good old Canadian boy with yep. with a good swing, and you know can learn a couple of things. One of the uh, groundskeepers down at our go- at our home golf course also swings cross handed, um, or cack handed as they call it over in Europe. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that makes sense. But I mean, it gets the job done, right? It's like everything else we do in life. It's there's multiple ways to get there. You bet, and we find that in our golf game. We we. Our scores are so similar and they're so close, but yet we do it in very different very ways. Very different ways because you can outdrive me by you know yards, uh, but yet we're still always close around the green. Yeah, you know it's just it's just weird. It how, is how you could we could score like generally the same, but we go around the course in totally different ways. Yeah, we'll be in completely different areas yeah. that we play from, and oftentimes we'll be one or two strokes apart or or the same strokes <laughs> on, on the hole. And if we're both playing well, we're both putting up pars, par bogeys, the odd birdie. If we're both playing terrible, it's doubles and triples yeah. with the odd par in there. And it, it's just kind of funny how we feed off each other that way. But it's you're you're right. We we have very different very different games. And my game, the thing I've noticed the most after after being on the shelf for five weeks, I was I was primed for the season. Like I was playing really yeah. good golf when I was, yeah. when I got injured. Yeah. I I think I put up a, it was a 75 that I went back and looked on there. I put up a 75 the end of the the beginning of May, just before I got injured. My last round, I think, before I got injured. And I was like, okay. And then I went and I hit golf balls with Josh at the simulator. And I was crushing my driver. And it was going straight. I had good control. And then the golf god said, whoa, whoa, whoa here. You need to slow down a little bit. And uh, they had other plans for me. So now all that work I did in the in the month, month and a half leading up, I've kind of had to uh, rebuild over the last couple of weeks. And I feel like I'm probably I'm probably another two weeks away from uh, from getting where I want to be. Like I noticed that my my approach shots and my short game, um, while I do make you know quite a few decent shots in a round, there's also shots that I make that I just I don't usually make that that add strokes that I don't need. I can add strokes to my game my own, thank you, <laughs> in, in other ways. I don't need to do it in ways that I'm usually very sound in. So I, uh, I'm i working on trying to get my short game back. I'm working on trying to get my putter back dialed in. Uh, that was one of the hardest things I had with the boot was l- learning to line up my putts because when you're on level level uh, level feet with, with the, the shoes are equal, it's easy to line up the putt. But with the boot, I'm up like an inch and a half on the, on my left foot and I'm standing there, and it's like throwing off my uh, my balancing and my aim point. So I noticed all the time I was missing out to the left or I was missing out to the right because I was never getting the line where I wanted it to go. 
So that took a little bit of time to get used to. Um, but hey, but I'm quite you're, happy you're, with the way it's coming. Your putting has been not your not normal. your normal because even I've noticed your putting in the last, like I say, yep. couple of weeks that we've been playing. Yep. You're getting a lot of rounds, and there's a lot of putts that are just miss hits. Yep, not close, and that's t- really not your game. Like no, that's like, where I make strokes. That do, right? Yeah, and and so I'll take it for now. Yeah, it, it's, I mean, it's not going to last though. And I mean, I look at it as, hey, you guys got four events in on me. Yes, I, I'm behind you guys in the leaderboard. I think I'm sitting like sixth or seventh right now on the board. That's okay. It's a challenge for me. Yeah, I won I, last year. It's yeah. a challenge for me to climb this board now. And, you know, it is one of the things I'm actually worried about is because we may have, we may have poked the bear by, <laughs> by having you out. You know, we were, we were all pretty jacked that you were out for the first of it. And then we started getting some points. And now that you've played two events, I think we're all kind of like, well, um, I hope that, you know, he just plays okay. <laughs> we don't want him to move up too far up the leaderboard, you know, event after event, you know. Yep. After every event, like, you're almost jumping a spot, right, up the leaderboard in, yep, in the yep. season standings. But, uh, again, you know, by the time we get to our major uh, towards the end of next month, um, you're, I'm pretty sure your game is going to be on point and you're going to be – Probably, well, I, I want to be in contention for that one. Right? And I'd like to say I'll be in contention for that one as well because I really, again, it's the first year we're handing out the jug. Yeah. Because we, we have a trophy. Again, you can see it on our Instagram. Um, it's a jug like the... The Claret jug. The Claret jug. Yep. Um, which is why we got it because, yeah, that would be perfect. It looks for, amazing. For our major, first two-day major. You know, I'd like to say I will contend for that one. Darren is obviously going to contend for that one. McKeon has a outside chance of contending for that. Well, he's one. a knack to show up, and he does. and and, he does. and he's if he's there, and and he happens to be on, he's going to be right there. Yeah. And then Clark has been the most improved player of the year. Oh, without a without doubt, without a doubt. So he'll be contending, you know. So we'll have like five, you know. And Dave, if Dave plays, um, well, Dave we, has we, got to win. That's right. We have seen right? Dave get a win We've this seen year. Dave already. get a win this year, you know. Uh, Pretty effortlessly, yep. just went out and played his round, and you know what happened. So Dave, we've seen do, so, we've seen Dave do some crazy stuff. Like so last again, year's tour championship, he hold out on eighteen for eagle. Yeah, like so, like we have the core six guys of this group. When we play that major, and it's two days, um, you're gonna have to put up two good scores on both. And any one of the six guys that are are like our core, and then if somebody just comes in, like Ken has only played one event, or Josh or Jake, they they manage to come down here for it, like. You know, anybody can put up a couple of good scores in a couple of days and take this one, right? But, again, I want to win it because it's the first one, and I know you want to win it because... Oh, yeah. I've won the first of everything else. That would vault vault you right up the leaderboard, right? Well, if I can get that one, if if I can get that one, and I think, for me, I I think the thing that... I've, I was back into the top three now. There's only been two events that I've ever played. I've missed uh, five events now, four this year, one last year. Um, every other event I've played in, there's only been two events that I've ever missed the top three. Yeah. And that's why I finished at the top of the standings last year because it was just consistency. Yeah. First, yeah, second, third, all the time. So now that I'm back in the top three after Rolling Hills, feeling good about my game, you know, we got we got no events this weekend because it's a long weekend. So we got a let's, event let's next talk, week. Let's talk about what we got coming up here. Um, yeah. So this Friday we are playing. You and I are playing in the uh, two ball, 
two ball scramble at our home course at Cottonwood for Canada Day. Yeah, nine nine hole two ball tournament. A um, little bit of mix of alternate shot, best ball, and uh, scramble. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So so a little bit of mixture of all three of those. So three holes of each. We played last year. We did okay. Yeah. Um, I think we had a double bogey and a single bogey because we just that was our first time playing a couple of those formats. So I think we've got a little bit better figured out so. now. I don't know if any of the other crew guys are going and playing it. I think Chris is going to be out of town. Right. Uh, Darren said he wasn't playing. I don't know if Clark's going to go down and do it. He might be out of town, but you and I will go do it. Yeah, it'll be fun. And then we have two events at Cottonwood in July. Right. One um, the one next one the following weekend. One the following week and one the week after. And that'll be the week before our major. Correct. And then on the 15th of July is the Rolling Hill Scramble. Correct. And I still believe we're taking a team out there. Yeah, we're, we're not. Uh, we, we haven't locked down who the team is going to be yet. That's right. We're gonna we're gonna see what we can put together for a team. We'd like to take a team out there again. Uh, those scramble events are so hard to plan though because nobody's fucking honest and it's <laughs> annoying because you watch guys like we were out Saturday night. We got or sorry, not Saturday, Sunday night last night. We were out behind these group of these four young kids who have. You know, brand new tailor-made stealth driver and irons and whatever else. And you watch them hit six balls off the tee because they put five into the water. And they're playing They're playing so bad. And then, you know, they turn in a scorecard at a scramble tournament and they're minus 17. And you're like, yeah, okay, bud. But again, that's, that's that just... When, you go, when we played the scramble last year at Rolling Hills, we played with another team. We played and, with the we played with the organizers. Yes, and and they were they, they were they were the same as us. I think we beat them by one or two strokes. Yeah, and but they have to they have to be the ones to keep you honest. That's right, right. So when they put scramble teams out on the field, you can't have two groups of buddies going out there, right? You have to have groups that are going to keep the other group honest. That's right, right, hundred percent. So I mean, that's always the thing with scramble tournaments, right? That's but again, it, that, that's the running joke in the golf community is, is always yeah. always and, but, that way. But, again, but they're fun. I mean, we played the Rolling Hill Scramble last year, and that was a blast. We yep. had a great time. Um, that was a hot day. It was a hot day, and we were out there for the entire day. Yep. Um, and I'm sure it'll be fun again this year for whoever goes out, whatever whatever team we get together. Uh, I think you're going to captain the team this year. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what I can do. Um, that's you know a few weeks away. Yeah, I, and we'll. we'll I, I'll, I'll let you work on the team that you want to put together. So we'll see. We'll see what we can do. I think there's. Uh, there's Again, some guys, we'll, some changes that we might make to the team this year, and see see who's available. Even uh, that, I mean, that'll, that'll, that'll really the, boil down to it. That'll be the big thing it. on who's available. We'll go down the list, and uh, I'm sure we'll get four guys to go play. Yep, for sure, and it'll, it'll and, be fun. And the four guys, if it's out of the core six we have, you're going to have a good scramble team. Yes. So yep, there you go. Right. I mean, everybody's everybody has their things they're good at, and everybody struggles with some things. So it, so it'll work out really well. So that's coming up for July. Yep. Um, We'll talk about August our next podcast. Yeah, and I mean this weekend I think you're just gonna hang around, right? You're not going anywhere. You're just no, gonna play I'm some golf down here. Me and Clark are gonna go down to play Saturday and Sunday. I'm gonna try again to get uh, thirty six in a day. Uh, we're gonna play Friday morning before the scramble and we'll get nine in that afternoon. Then me and Clark are gonna play Saturday morning. I'll probably take my daughter out Saturday evening to go and get eighteen in. I haven't had her down there for a while. Yep. And Sunday, I think it'll be the same thing. We'll go. Me and Clark will go out in the morning, and I'll take my daughter out in the evening. Nice. So I'm going to play in the the two ball with you on Friday, and then after we have the dinner and the the prizes are handed out, um, I'm going to come back pick up my wife and whichever kids are coming with us. We're going to head to Calgary. Um, 
my cousin is graduating uh, actually Jake's younger brother so we're gonna have a celebration for him on Saturday and then I think Sunday um, Serenity Golf Course outside of Calgary I do believe we're gonna try and play both sides we're gonna play Dancing Bull and then we're gonna play Suncatcher on Sunday we're gonna put 36 in it's gonna be a long day because I'm gonna play 36 holes of golf and drive home but <laughs> it'll be fun um, I haven't gotten to play outside of anywhere this year, obviously, because I was on the shelf for five weeks. So typically I like to try and play 15 to 20 different golf courses a season. I that haven't even be, began that yet. <laughs> that so might be hard this year. It, it'll be tough, but we'll see what we can do. But again, later on in the year, we have a plan to do a couple more scrambles on a couple other places, but we'll talk about that later yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's um, lots of stuff for us to do with that. And we, 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 we purposefully finished our season early, early. Yeah. So at the end of August, we'll be done so that we have pretty much all of September and we have a couple of uh, scrambles lined up to go to during September. Yep. That we'll take crews out to. We'll get guys out there. And, yep, uh, yep. We finally got our new logo put on some merch. Yes, yeah, that's, that is true. You uh, you got us some nice nice T-shirts. You got just, a sweet, just as a test to see how it looks on shirts. And you I got really a like slick it. little rain jacket. I do like uh, that little guy. Yes, that, that's that pretty. Um so that's something we're going to be continuously working on. That's a that's a a work in progress. Is yeah, to, we're we're hoping for a little fall project coming up. I think. Right? Yeah, we we we're working on something for the fall, and uh, and again, as we get closer to that, and as things start working out or not working out, then we'll again be posting stuff as it is. We we haven't done a lot of posting on our social media in the last little while because we've played a ton of golf. And when I play golf, and you play golf, we don't really focus on the social media because we're too focused on our game. Well, and, and to be honest, I mean, when I was injured for five weeks, um, I didn't really open our social media at all. I've kind of, <laughs> I kind of allowed you to do that. Like, I mean, I do a lot of the podcast editing and the, and you know, the images that you see for our leaderboards and stuff like that. I put it together a lot of that stuff, but as far as like interactions on the, uh, on our Instagram account and stuff like that, that's usually you. That's usually, yeah, you. usually and, you're, and, you're doing that and that's great. And especially when I got injured, I was kind of like, I don't want anything to do with golf for a little bit. Like, I just want to, I want, I want to suffer in peace for a little we, while. We've, again, through the social media, through mostly through Instagram, we've, we've made a few, some more good friends, you know, um, that we interact with at least once, twice a week. Yep. Some of them are even more. Um, yeah, it's crazy. How many it, followers are we at now? Uh, 1322 or something and, and this is, so this is insane 1322 followers and we started just over a year ago yeah that yeah. Uh, that's wild like that's for two guys essentially or a group of guys but we, we're the ones that are the face of it that are in a little town in yeah. alberta yeah. and we got people all over the world and again us. We, have, we have you know the neat part about it is you know people interact with us and ask us opinions and and um, just have fun we, with it. We had to put a statement out on the whole live golf thing. Yeah. Because again, I don't, you don't want to go. You don't want to go uh, hang out with your buddy Brooks there. Uh, no. Um, again, I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I just I don't care. I don't care if guys go play and live. I don't care if the PGA bans them. I would much rather watch the LPGA uh, than this. Because again, I don't. Do, it's just a circus. I, I don't do drama well. Yeah. And. and the reason why I kind of gravitated towards golf in the last couple of years is because there was none of that. That's right. And now here it is. That's right. right? And it's it all like, came out in one shot. I, I, I gave up on hockey. I Like, I haven't watched hockey forever. Hockey is such a boring sport now. 
Speaking um, of hockey, shout out to the Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, dethroning the uh, the evil empire, Tampa Bay Lightning. Baseball is, again, I don't want to get into other sports and drag this on any longer than I have to because I think we're at about an hour, an hour or something, and I don't want to go on. But the umpiring in baseball this year has made the game unwatchable. Like, literally has made the game unwatchable. It's been tough. Eighty like eighty eight percent accuracy for the umpires is atrocious. Just I just That's, like to say if if you or I did our job that badly, we'd be fired. We'd be fired without a doubt. The, just if we were 80, that's enough. If we were, if we were throwing in eighty percent accuracies every every day, we wouldn't be there long. Correct. And yet these guys are allowed to just do it night after night with no accountability. Night. No accountability. Might be moved from this one to that one. Blah blah blah. It's just it's made that game unwatchable. So I don't watch much baseball, and now we have. Golf and live. Yep. And, and, well, and you can't even really watch live unless you're on YouTube or, or like Facebook. So it's not even really out there. But what's the format is a joke. Yeah. It's like, it's like it, a carnival. It's, it's, it's basically like, like F1. So yeah. so for those of you guys that don't know, it's – so everybody like, basically picks Anybody listening teams. to this podcast knows exactly what's going on with the live and it's a bunch of bullshit. We don't need to get into it. It's <laughs> fucking garbage and that's it. The LPGA is way better to watch – yeah, well, speaking of the LPGA, Brooke, Brooke. Brooke just got a win uh-huh. a couple weeks back. Uh-huh. Uh, put a pin in that because I'm going to tell you something after we're done here. Okay. Um, okay. Brooke got a win. They just had their first major. Uh, was it the Women's U.S. Open, I believe? Uh, was the Women's U.S. Yeah. Open. Uh, who won it? Uh, He's going to throw that at me now. I didn't want to go down this path because I... <laughs> I uh, we got to talk about it every now and again a little bit. <laughs> I totally wasn't prepared to... Uh, no, it was nice to see Brooke get back on the win because she hasn't... Uh, She's been playing okay, but she she hasn't been playing to her standards lately. Um, But the win was nice. And then because again, as Canadian fans, yep, yeah, it's nice to see Canadian Canadian golfers get out there and and play well. And especially again, the LPGA Tour is highly entertaining because you have so many women golfers that are like really, really, really good, and they're it's so nice to watch. There's no tends to be not a lot of drama on that uh, tour as it is. In G one, okay, in G Lee, yep, in G Lee, yeah. She won the uh, in the women's U.S. Open. Yeah, PGA so that, Open. Nice. Yeah. No. And I mean, we've been watching a little bit of golf here and there. We've been playing a ton of golf. Well, again, we don't get to, I don't get a chance season. to watch it much because we we play we in the play. morning. We, we like, nap in the afternoon and so, we play but, in the uh, evening. But again, so like like Thursday when they start, we're usually playing golf. Yep. Friday. We're usually not playing golf because I'm. It's the end of the week and I'm yeah, not we're tired. Golf we're tired out, and I don't watch that stuff. And then Saturday, well, we're on the golf course all day. Sunday, we're on the golf, so we didn't get to watch it much anymore, other than seeing the posts about stupid fucking live. I often, uh, when I was on the shelf there, and I went to nationals in in Edmonton for my volleyball team early May. Um, I did start betting a little bit on uh, on the PGA, and I made. You know, just just small bets, nothing huge, because I mean, I don't have a ton of money to blow. But I put five or ten bucks on guys in the, in the major tournaments, and I uh, I thought for sure young Will Zalatoris there was <laughs> was going to get a win here, but he just he keeps keeps being the bridesmaid. He like, very like, very similar to Clark, right? Yeah. I like the uh, I like the PGA format. Live doesn't offer anything organized that you can follow. It's just a fucking gong show. Well, it's just a my. It's just money, right? And you like know if you want money, a, that's fine. I would have. I would have had a lot more respect for these guys if they just would have said, you know, I'm going for the money, right? I'm just be to, honest. I'm going to get paid. Yep. None of this bullshit about you know we want to leverage to PGA or you know I'm a pro golfer and this is my job and I'm going you know if somebody was going to give you a raise you would obviously do it. That's such a crock of shit. Yep. 
Um, you're going because they're paying you. This was my issue with it. Okay, and then this is the last thing I'm going to say on it before for the podcast, and we're going to fucking end it here. But you know what? They paid them a shit ton of money just to go play. And you're only going to play 14 events in a year. What Do you think that all the pro golfers that went over there are going to be spending the time working on their game to keep their game at a top level when you only play 14 events in a year, and you've already been paid nope. $100 million to go over? No. It's what all- is your incentive to get better? And to grow, you're talking about growing the game by by literally playing less golf and being, you know what? Give them world ranking, and everyone you all see every one of those players drop down into the hundreds. Why? Because they're not going to put the effort into maintaining their game for one thing because they don't have to. I got my bank account full of cash. Well, they got, the sign, they got their signing bonuses. Right? They're good to go. What the hell do I care if I'm going to pull home seven million for winning this thing? Somebody's going to win it, but man, I got 150 million dollars in the bank. That's right. Yeah. And you think you're helping grow the game by that type of fucking bullshit? I don't buy it. No. Nope. These guys aren't going to be putting the work in to keep their game at top notch. They've gotten paid. This is an absolute sham, and I'm not into it. Yep. And I'm done talking about it. Well, guys, I think that'll wrap up uh, this this episode. Uh, I know it's been a while. Hopefully, it won't be uh, as long. We we keep talking about hey, having the podcast, but yeah, we're, we're exactly. getting out there and getting. But we're playing the golf a lot course. of golf, so give us a break because we're just playing a lot of golf. And uh, make sure you guys uh, hit that like button, uh, subscribe, um, listen to us on Spotify, Apple, po- uh, follow Apple us on Instagram, Facebook, and reach out and say hi. We yep. will, we say hi. Alvin, to Alvin loves talking to everybody during his day. He sits in an office, so he gets a little bored from time to time. <laughs> Don't let my boss know that. <laughs> uh, other than that, guys, uh, it was great, great uh, talking to everybody. It's great. It was great to sit down and just have this chat and get caught up. Yeah, and it's uh, so we probably will not try and go this long but for, again, for me it's great to be back uh i'm, I'm glad exci- you're back too by the way I, i'm excited to see uh where this season goes and see who wins and, i hope you uh, play well at every event except tour events and, I, and i'm great that or i uh i'm i'm excited that everybody's playing great this year and i uh, i just hope that continues but uh from mulligans and hackers golf may your mulligans be plenty and your hacks be findable and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side later